0: We are in the series "Back to the Basics." I was going to finish the message today on witnessing, but I've got one more back to, so you have to come back for that next Sunday. And this will—the next Sunday's message would be "Back to Just Being," just being in the presence of the Lord. We we begin a series. Um, well back to the heart of worship we began a few weeks ago what does it mean to be in worship when we gather for worship we should come with a sincere heart lord we want to encounter you then we heard a message from uh, a message back to the word of god that we are connected with his word that gives us life and peace and then we heard a message back to praying fervently we got to be a praying church to experience the presence of god Then we heard a message back to the fellowship. Christian fellowship is very important in in this journey of life that we live in. We need each other. We need people to walk with us and encourage us and spur us on to follow Jesus. And then we heard a message back to serving wholeheartedly, which we have wonderful servants of the Lord in this church who serve God in so many ways. And today's message is on back to witnessing for jesus i want to read from the gospel of acts uh, verse chapter one verse four to eight acts chapter one now this is after jesus has risen and he he comes and he, many of the people his disciples get to see him face to face that he is risen and so this is this is few days before he's about to go up to heaven and in the book of Acts chapter 1, we will, we will hear this as Jesus is spending time with his disciples and followers. In verse 4, he says, while staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? And he replied, it is not for you to know the times or period that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria. And to the ends of the earth. This is the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the privilege to preach your living word. And Lord, we do not take this lightly because this word always, when it is preached, when it is read, when it is heard, it changes the lives of people. And God, every time... Uh, as your word is read, it, it transforms life. And Lord, today will be another day when lives are changed for your glory. So God, I pray today that you will hide me behind that cross of Calvary. That people will not see me, they will not see my, my, my words, they will not see uh, what I have to say, but what you have to say to us, Lord. Because it is your words that makes a difference in our lives. So God, hide me behind the cross. Come Holy Spirit, in this time of preaching that we may be encouraged and to draw closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So our theme verse for today is from Acts chapter 1, verse 8, where it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Samaria, in Judea, and to the ends of the earth. Now when we hear the word witness, we often hear the witness in a court. Court law. You know, we, we, we get witnesses to come and share evidence of what they have seen and heard. My little one is... Uh... She said, Dad, do a short sermon today. So. <laughs> all right, I just started, so I'll be here a little bit, a little bit while. So you all stay with me a little bit. A witness, according to dictionary.com, a witness is someone who sees, who hears, who knows by personal presence. So his witness is someone who has seen, who has experienced whatever, maybe an event, maybe a uh, whatever it is. It is when, we, when we need someone to prove something, we get a witness, right? Um, witness is also one that is present as, an, as, a, as a formal witness. A lot of times when I'm doing weddings... For people, I have to have two people sign that they witnessed that wedding, that it was approved, and we have to submit that to the court. So, so they have that as a legal document that they did witness the wedding of that of that couple. Now, in the in the in the in the New Testament, where the word is used, "you shall be my witness," is the word "witness" means comes from a Greek word "martus" or the word "martyr," and so witness in in the Bible refers to those who were who were martyred, who gave their life living and preaching and standing on the teachings of Jesus. You see, um, the disciples were people in the book of Acts. They received the Holy Spirit to be a witness for Jesus. And as they were beginning their ministry in the book of Acts, the early church, they were facing a lot of persecution. In in Acts chapter 4, you will find Peter and John, disciples of Jesus, they were told not to mention or to teach about Jesus. And so what did they do? They, they say in Acts chapter 4, 20, I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but uh, in Acts chapter 4 and 20, Peter and John replied, As for us, we cannot help speak, speaking about what we have seen and heard. For the disciples of Jesus, there was nothing that was going to stop them from preaching and talking about Jesus. There was, there was no one who was going to convince them that Jesus had not risen, that Jesus was not alive, that Jesus cannot make a difference. No, friends, they had encountered Jesus. They had witnessed that Jesus was alive, and so they were, they were not afraid. Whoever would come to them and tell them not to talk about Jesus, not to preach about Jesus, no way. They said, we have seen and heard that Jesus is alive, and he is sending us to talk about him. The Bible says in 1 John 1 and 3, we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard. You see, friends, these disciples had had an encounter with risen Jesus. They were personal witness of the resurrection of Jesus. Not only that, they had a deep conviction in their heart to share about Jesus witness is someone who has experienced Jesus Christ in their life now what does it mean to witness for Jesus what does it mean for us right here in Georgetown Kentucky pastor what does it mean for us to witness for Jesus witnessing simply means sharing and living for Jesus in our daily life witnessing simply means sharing and living for Jesus in our daily life It is sharing our personal experience of Jesus with others. Sharing our personal experience of Jesus. You see, friends, my experience of Jesus may be very different for your experience of Jesus. But we all have experienced Jesus Christ in our life. And so when God opens a door for us to witness to someone about Jesus, this is what we do. We share how... In our sorrow, Jesus has met us and he has comforted us. We share how in our grief, the presence of Jesus has carried us. We share how in our midst of trial, Jesus has strengthened us. Witness is simply sharing what Jesus has done in your life and you're able to share with your brothers and sisters. There is a great gospel song which says, It is no secret what God can do, what he has done for others. He can do it for you. And what it is saying? What the Lord Jesus has done in my life. He can do it in your life. And not something that you just say. You you know it. You believe it. You have felt it. And that's what witnessing is. You see friends, this message is very important. Because the church of Jesus Christ is called to be a witness in this community. God has called each one of us to to be a witness in our sphere of influence so that we can bring people to the knowledge of jesus witness is simply sharing what god has done is doing and continues to do through and my life the bible puts it this way in matthew 5:16 in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven isn't that wonderful that they may see good deeds And they may say, there is no way this person could do what he did. There there must be some power behind it. There must be someone living in this person that he is, is able to do what he is doing. And people should be able to see that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, why witness for Jesus? Why do we need to witness for Jesus? Why do we need to tell people about Jesus? Well, Jesus has commanded us. He commanded his disciples. And today he commands all of us. He commissions us. To, to share his good news the bible says in matthew 28:17 to 20 18 to 20, I'm sorry. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and all earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Jesus has commissioned each one of us To go and tell our story. Now I want you to think for a moment. Just for a moment. Reflect about people in your journey of life. These were people in your journey of life that shared with you about Jesus. Through their their Christian witness. Through their life. Through their presence in your life. And you are a Christian today because of their influence in their life. Who is that person in your journey of life who witnessed, who told you about Jesus, and you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior because of their witness? It may be a grandpa, it may be a grandma. It may be your parents, it may be a friend, it may be a stranger that God brought in your life. But somehow they witnessed and influenced you in such a powerful way and they say, you know, I want to follow Jesus. I want Jesus to be in my life. Who is that person? They all went. They all were doing what God wanted them to do. And our friends believe it's so relevant. It's so important today that we and I are, are, you and I are witnesses in this community for Jesus. That people can look back and say, hey, do you remember that encounter you told me about Jesus? It changed my life. And I know Jesus because of your witness. This week we went to Kroger right here in Georgetown. And we were buying some bread and all that, and as we were coming, Arpit and I was coming buying the bread, we were at the, at the fruit section. One of the workers came in, and, and we were just talking, and said, hey, there are some good grapes that you would like. And so we listened, and said, okay, let's go try that grape. So we tried one grape, it was good, but then we tried the other grape, he said, these grapes are really good. I just, this person was really, really, like he was just kind of inviting us to buy the grapes. We tried the, the second grape, and it was so good. We bought that grape. It was sweet. It was good, and we brought it home. Here's my point. That person took the initiative. We would not have known. It was nice grapes, but he shared with us. There was an interest. There was a, uh, just a friendly gesture. We brought the gig that, that grape, and that grape was so tasty. I want to share, friends, we have people in our sphere of influence that do not know Jesus. They have heard about Jesus. Or maybe they don't know about Jesus. And they're waiting for you to tell them the sweetness that we have in Jesus. The peace that we have in Jesus. But it takes initiative. It takes that we are ready everywhere we go that God will use us. Think about it, friends. The Bible says in Hebrews 12:1, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin so in- easily entangles us, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. We have people that have gone up to heaven. They are in heaven. They are witnesses, cloud of witnesses. Our grandparents, our, our, our friends, our pastors who influence our life. And they are from heaven as a cloud of witnessing, cheering us on. And what are they cheering us? What are they calling us to do? Hey, keep on living for Jesus. Keep on being faithful witness for Jesus. Keep on sharing about Jesus in your home. And wherever God gives you an opportunity. Among as I was thinking about witnesses in my life, my parents, my grandparents, and a lot of people that have influenced me to encounter Jesus for myself. One of the cloud of witnesses, friends, among those who are cheering us on, is, is Apostle Thomas. Apostle Thomas was one of the disciples of Jesus. Now Thomas is known for his uh, for, as a, known as doubting Thomas, right? Kind of connects with all of us, right? We, we doubt sometimes, right? Amen? I felt like I was the only one right <laughs> but, now. But, but Apostle Thomas was the one who had witnessed the resurrection of Jesus. Now, Jesus is risen and he comes and meets his disciples. And the first time when Jesus shows up to meet his disciples, you see they were, they were kind of afraid and Jesus shows up in that room and he told them, hey, I'm alive. Thomas was not there the first time. And Thomas is known for this particular scripture, in John 20:25, 20, "Unless I see the nail marks in his hand and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe." Thomas did not believe the first time Jesus has come so. Jesus is so wonderful. He comes back the next week. The scripture says in John 20, 26 to 80, a week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the door was locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your fingers here. See my hands, reach out your hand and put into my side. Stop doubting and believe. And Thomas said, my Lord and my God. That day, friends, Thomas has an encounter with Jesus. Why am I sharing this? Because Thomas was the one who, who was so deeply convinced that he didn't only know about Jesus, he experienced the resurrection of Jesus, and that conviction brought him to India. He came to the southern part of India and brought Christianity into my country. And many, many people have come to know Christ because of. Of that one witness. Do you see the power of witness? God. uh, And in fact. Not only did he come. But he was martyred. He was killed in India. For proclaiming the gospel of Jesus. But because he died the gospel. No gospel even grew more. He became a martyr. We talked about witness being a martyr. He died believing. For what he had experienced. And seen in his life. Now, thirdly, what do we need to be an effective witness for Jesus? What do we need to do as a a member of this church to be an effective witness? Dr. Bill Bright, who was a founder of Campus Crusade for Christ. Most college uh, universities have an organization called Campus Crusade for Christ. And Dr. Bill Bright was greatly used in bringing many college students accept Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior. He said this, successful witnessing is taking the initiative to share Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results to God. So what do we need to be a witness? Here's the answer. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. It says, Jesus said, but you will receive Power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. The Greek word for power in that scripture comes out of a Greek word dunamens which comes from an English word dynamite and Jesus said wait till you receive the Holy Spirit power so that when you receive it and when you go in my name you will be able to make an impact for me and my kingdom through the power that I give you. You see, the disciples of Jesus, when they received the Holy Spirit, they were facing persecution. They were facing persecution. They were facing opposition. They were facing challenges after challenges, trials after trials for living for Jesus. But it was the Holy Spirit power living within them that gave them the power to be convinced and to share the gospel of Jesus. Nothing could stop them. Being in jail, beaten up, prison, stoned, they had the power of the Holy Spirit to do what they were doing. And friends, it is the same today. We need the boldness of the Holy Spirit to live a Christian life, to be strong for Jesus, to see people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need His boldness. We need His courage. That's why we often say here, come Holy Spirit, come. Because we cannot impact and touch the kingdom for Jesus without his power. Because our strength is limited, our knowledge is limited, and we need his power working in us to touch lives for his kingdom. Amen? That's why we say, Lord, come, use us. Now, I just want to share a few thoughts of how we can get back to witnessing for Jesus. We are doing a great job, but even more so, we need to be witnessing for Jesus. Number one, in order to be an effective witness for Jesus, we need to be willing to be used of God. You see, God never forces himself. Hey, go and, go and do this in my name. He's saying, are you willing? Willing to be used of say? And, and the scripture says in Isaiah 6, 8... Then I heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. We, we heard, we sang that song last Sunday. God is saying, He's looking for people every day, saying, Lord, here I am, send me. Are we willing, friends, starting today? Lord, I don't know everything about you. I don't know all the scriptures. I don't know all the theological things. But I do know that you have changed me and touched me and I want you to use me to bring my family to bring my friends into a relationship with you secondly friends not only we need to be willing we need to be we need to intercede on behalf of our friends and family to come to know Jesus to intercede simply means this pastor Symbala at a Brooklyn Tabernacle Church in New York puts it this way interceding for someone is simply this is touching God with one hand and touching the person that you want people to experience, Jesus. You became a link for that person. As you pray for that person, God's power touches that person. And friends, God wants to use us as witnesses, as people who are interceding to see our family and our friends come to know Lord Jesus. Thirdly, we witness, we witness by telling our personal story about Jesus. Jesus, One of the greatest ways we can touch lives and influence people and to share about Jesus is telling our personal story. You all have a story. You all have experienced Jesus. We need to tell our story. And tell our story and mention the name of Jesus. You see, friends, it is Jesus that makes a difference in people's lives. And even today... As we share our story about Jesus. It changes life. Friends this is very important. This is a very relevant message for today's time. We need to be very intense. Lord make me a witness to tell people about you. Fourthly. As we witness for Jesus we need to name the people in our family in our sphere of influence and pray for them daily. First Thessalonians 5:17 says pray continually. We are witnessing for people by name. Lord, I pray for my friends. We we mention their name to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I pray that you will bring them to you that they will encounter your presence. Name by name. Fifthly friends we witness by an example of Christian love. First Timothy 4.12 says, Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers in example, in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. This is, a, this is a very relevant one. Example. And sometimes we don't have to say anything. Sometimes people look into our lives and they can say, This person, this person is genuine. This person is not just talking about Jesus, he is living for Jesus. His life, his words, his example, there's got to be something in this person that he is able to touch lives. Example. Sixthly, to be a witness, we need to spend time with Jesus. Are you all still with me? I felt like I was just preaching to myself. (laughs) I'm almost done. But this is from the Lord, friends. This is a very important message. Spend time with Jesus. Acts 4.13 says, When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. People will know that we have been with Jesus when we witness and we talk about Jesus. It's not just a head knowledge. It is heart. I know what I'm talking about. Because Jesus lives with me. And lastly. Witnessing is seeing. Answer to our prayers. Psalm 34 verse I saw the Lord and he answered me. What if every person in this congregation. With the help of God, we start witnessing in our homes, in our family, in our community. We will not have enough space to fill this sanctuary. And isn't it wonderful when we see our close friends, our neighbors, our friends come to Jesus because of your witness. Because I got an amen there. Thank you. (laughs) Because of your witness. And that's why, friends... That's why we are here at the church. It's good to have fellowship dinner. It's good to have Bible studies. And we need to do that. But most importantly, God wants to use us to bring people to Jesus. Because only he can change lives. He can transform people from addictions. He can give them hope when there is no hope. He can give them life when there is no life. But he wants to use his church. He wants to use all of us. So I would encourage you to go home and think about this. Make a list of people in your sphere of influence that need to know Jesus as a personal Savior. And maybe one Sunday, they will be seated next to you because you prayed for them. Let us pray. Lord, we come before you with humble hearts. We have not been the best witness, Lord. We have messed up at times. Sometimes we have even forgotten we need to be doing that. But Lord, may today be a beginning at Georgetown first. That we will be a soul winning church. We will be a church that is open for the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And God, we're going to be a praying church. And we're going to give you the glory as we begin to see answer to prayers. We will give you the glory. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.